welcome to our latest Train Like a Trooper podcast. We are uh, here. I'm host Sarah Stewart along with uh, Trooper Eric Foster. And we're actually coming to you tonight. Um, we're out in Warner, Oklahoma on the campus of Connors State University um, where we are holding our Cadet Lawman Camp this week. And for people who don't know about this, Cadet Lawman is a free week-long camp available to kids between their junior and senior years of high school. And it basically teaches them um, a lot, everything about the highway patrol and a lot about law enforcement and the way of life of law enforcement. I mean, these kids get to learn it's almost like a mini academy. These kids learn everything about becoming a trooper and what they need to know. And just really a neat camp that's been around for a long time. And we have um, uh, troopers Trevor Flanagan and Amy Cobalt with us. They've both been, uh, I don't know, do you call yourselves counselors at these camps? For a long time, Amy, is this your 22nd year? 22, I believe. 22 yes, it's years. been a while. And Trevor, how long? It's about eight year for me. Okay, very good. So, Amy, tell us tell us about Cadet Lawman for. And we know there's a lot of people out there who have who have never heard of this camp because I know we'll post stuff on social media and we'll get all sorts of comments like, "Wow, that's such a great program. I've never heard of it before." What is Cadet Lawman? It really is a good camp. It's sponsored by the Oklahoma State Troopers Association and the Elks Lodge, the Elks Major Projects, and many other donors. Uh, Connor State College has donated, you know, the the some of the the facilities around here for us to use, and many other sponsors that we have throughout the years. Uh, it's more of, like you said, just kind of giving them an introduction into what law enforcement does, particularly the Highway Patrol. We also have outside agencies that come and assist us. Uh, it's mainly a just make them a better human being kind of camp, I guess you could say. We try to treat, teach them the core values of the Highway Patrol and um, just being a, a, a leader in their community. We know that not all these cadets are gonna end up in law enforcement, but just being a better leader for their, whatever profession they choose. We try to look at it a lot as a leadership camp. Uh, we want these kids to go back to their schools for their senior year in high school and be the leaders of their school. Uh, we also want them to uh, obviously see what it's a small bit about what it's like being a state trooper and, and, and give them an idea of that, but we want them to be leaders in their school. Your son is here he is. this year. Yes, you didn't give him a choice. You said he was coming. Yes. <laughs> he's enjoying himself so far? He, he wasn't so much the first night. He, he's a little bit better today, and it'll like all of them, it'll progress. Um, Every single one of them yesterday was asking, what did I get myself into? Because um, we, uh, you know, it, it's definitely structured. Uh, they do a lot of uh, calisthenics. Um, we uh, are, say, forcing them to become a team. And so when you have all these kids that they have no idea who they are, that's part of being a leader is, is bringing a, a group together. And uh, so the first couple of days are a little hard on them. Uh, some of them want to leave, uh, uh, but but they usually push through and they start having fun, uh, especially when they get into other activities that we have, have in store for them. They, they get a lot of motivational sessions, we call it, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you guys know the, the terminology, but they get a lot of those, and these this is something that a lot of these cadets have never experienced. They may have never even been yelled at at home. Some of them get yelled at probably pretty regular, but... Um, 
you know, a lot of them have never done the, the number of pushups that they've already done to this, this time. They've never done the calisthenics like they're being pushed to do. And we're asking them to do things that they don't normally do and push them beyond their, their limits or what they ever thought that they were capable of doing. And you can really see how they develop throughout the week and do things that they, they just never would be given the opportunity to do. I'll tell you one thing I noticed, you know, come here. So this is the second evening, uh, really that you guys have been here and, uh, step on the campus. I see a bunch of young people that are already, they're marching together. They're already calling cadence together. They're already doing a lot of things that you don't see young people doing together, uh, already in right. day two. So Absolutely. I can't wait to see what happens, you know, as it progresses and, and the confidence that, that just naturally is going to to show that they can do something that's difficult. So the the OHP Academy, we consider paramilitary. Would you guys consider this camp paramilitary? Uh, I would, yes, but but add a a light to the end of that. Tone down a Uh, little. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Obviously, our academy now is 20 weeks long. We only have them for one week, and we have a lot of activities that we have them do. Uh, so, so we can't go go to that extreme, and we wouldn't want to. Right. Um, but uh, you know, it, we start out uh, pretty much the same. I mean, I mean, they when they come in, you know, they 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 like Trooper Trooper Cobalt said, they get yelled at uh, when they do something wrong. They get encouraged when they when they do something right. Uh, so they know where that line is, and and they learn to encourage their teammates. We can hear some encouragement right now in the oh, background. Nice. Maybe yeah. it might be yeah. coming through. Yeah, they, they do. They do the um, like stand in the position of attention. They do the parade rest. They do the formations. So that would be military like. Um, they don't get to talk during meals. You know, the first couple of days. So that makes it a little difficult to get to know each other when we're not even letting them talk to each other at meals. But we do that just to kind of uh, give them a progression, and then they earn the right to do certain things. It's kind of how I would look at it. So Trevor, you were talking about, you know, the making kids leaders. And, and I had said, you know, and Eric and I have both talked about this. I'm debating about whether to send my oldest next year. And she, I would not describe her as a leader. I would describe her as an introvert, not athletic. And you guys were both encouraging me saying, oh, yeah, send her anyways. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's quiet leaders also. They lead by example. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with being an introvert and uh, not being... Uh, outlandish or whatever you want to call it to everybody um, but we we like absolutely we encourage you to, to send her um, she I promise you I you know we've done this this is our 47th year um, so the way that we do things is we we've tried it out it's it works pretty well uh, and I guarantee you at the at Saturday, she'll be ready to sleep in her own bed uh, <laughs> after a week in, in a dormitory, uh, but, but she won't want to leave. Yeah. Wow. She'll be, she'll be crying. Wow. Sad to leave her, her, her teammates. And really beyond the, stru- the structure of things that we're talking about, you know, there are other, you know, fun activities that they get to do as well. You know, they, they get to see a patrol vehicle in, you know, in motion or the live crash uh, simulation that you did last night uh, and the aircraft. The, and the race boat. cars that we did yesterday. Cars, yeah. Um, they get to drive our patrol cars. Right. Uh, not just not just see them and right. not just ride around them. They get to drive them. And, and we teach them how, how we do driving uh, on a close co- course, of course, uh, on our track. And they get to ride in our airplanes, our helicopters, our boats. 
Um, they learn every aspect about the Highway Patrol uh, from, from the, the, we had the dive team demonstration today. Uh, Firearms instruction, they shoot guns. Right. And uh, that's just something that a lot of kids don't get to do. Yeah. Introvert or not. Right. And we do see the changes with the, the ones that are a little bit more shy. We see some confidence built up and she may not be, you know, the life of the party or the one leading the cadence, you know, as they're marching around, but she's going to learn some things about herself. And I don't think she would regret coming. Yeah. But the number one thing that, that, that I think I would say the number one thing that we teach is respect uh, for themselves, for for everyone else. Uh, the first thing we do in the morning uh, after PT, of course, while it's still dark, uh, is, is we pay respect to the country and our flag. We do flag detail every morning, every evening, uh, and uh, and they that is the first thing that they will do extra extra push-ups for is if they are disrespectful to anybody or fail to pay proper respect to to any visitors, anybody around. So this camp is free. These kids do not pay anything for this, but there are certain requirements, right? You have to have a certain GPA and you have yes. to get a recommendation from the... They, uh, they need to be in the top half of their class. Um, so whatever school they go to, uh, they get recommended by a counselor or a principal. Um, they do need an Elks Lodge member's signature, so they need to go seek out one of those. Um, they have to have a trooper signature on there. Um, and then, you know, we as, as a staff uh, go through the applications and, and they tell us a little bit about themselves. But, you know, there's not really a whole lot of qualifications, but they do. And have especially to the thing that we're seeing now a little bit more, uh, not just dealing with COVID, but they do have to have a valid driver's license. There's a lot of kids that are waiting. They're not, they're not jumping at it at, at 15 and a half to get their permit. Uh, but they do have to have a valid driver's license to if they're be able to be driving If they're going to be driving your patrol car, you Absolutely. want them to have a license. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, but, but, I mean, there are not very many free camps out no. there that you can find for your kids. Right. I mean, this is a pretty, this is a valuable kind of hidden gem that a lot of people don't know about. Right. One thing about this program that uh, you know, I was talking to the commandant, you know, Captain Idlet, uh, is how kind of unintentionally how hidden the program has been statewide and that's something that really you know is it shouldn't happen you know this is so important and you know as we talk about 99 percent of the highway patrol is in rural areas and it benefits these rural communities so much uh, to have a relationship with the oklahoma highway patrol or other law enforcement uh, that it's been kind of hidden and we really want to push that out to let people know hey it is here and it is important important and uh, come and be a part of it. Right. Wouldn't you agree to that? I would agree. Absolutely. There, Absolutely. There's been years where we've had um, more students apply than we could take. We just are limited by bed space. And so we had to turn some students away. And that just breaks my heart because I know how valuable the program is. And knowing that some of the students can't come that really wanted to um, is just really sad. Um, this year, we didn't have a real high number of cadets, but we weren't going to take a real high number of cadets. We were going to keep it down just a little bit, getting back in since we didn't have the program last year. So um, most of our advertising um, by the program is done by word of mouth. You know, Elks Lodge members that, that have family members or they know a, a kid that, that that's that age. Uh, troopers' kids, the troopers' kids family members. The kids that go seniors. Yes. Absolutely. Tell, tell the younger ones. Yep. Normally... You say it's fair to say we run about 120, 120 to 130 kids yep. Yep. each year. Yeah. 
Uh, as, as Trooper Cobalt said, this year is a little bit different. We're limited on, on the space uh, that we could do, and we're at 85. 85, I believe. Okay. So, yes. And then a lot of seniors come back as junior staff, right? You yes. guys get yes. helpers you. that way. That, that is an option. Uh, that once again, they apply just like the, the regular cadets apply um, to come back. And, uh, and those kids, I mean, they they enjoy it but they they work they work uh, hard they, those kids are the are the workers i mean they're they make sure all the all the cadets have water uh, have, have their food snacks all that kind of stuff so and they really are good mentors for the cadets that are coming through this year because a lot of it. the junior staff may have hated us the first two days or three days and we could see we can see the transformation in them and then they come back as junior staff and it's so rewarding to see that they wanted to come back and be part of the program but they are probably the best advocates for these cadets that are you know not enjoying themselves wanting to go home the first couple days and telling those cadets to stick it out so it's really neat and that's part of our process yeah uh, of doing that of having the junior staff also is to is to someone that's a little bit more relatable uh, than that they can say, hey, I was there last year. You know, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And, and that helps us immensely. Did you have you lost any this year? Or have they all no, have they yeah. all stayed? Not yet. Two years ago when I was here, there was this one little girl. I felt so bad for her at breakfast on like the second or third morning, and she was practically hyperventilating, having a panic attack. And there were people surrounding her and trying to talk to her and trying calm to her down. Her. Yeah, encourage yeah. her. And it was that was really neat to see. I don't I don't know if she ended up staying or not. I, I remember. I'm not sure. But I don't think well, we lost I, very many that year either. My son. Last night he was not happy. He was not happy. I was not uh, happy this morning when my alarm went off at five twenty. Yeah, you guys so. don't get very much sleep this very week. Short night. No, no, we uh, very the short kids night. are usually in bed. Uh, lights out is usually in between ten thirty and eleven o'clock. Uh, they are up for for physical training at five thirty. Wow. Um, the staff uh, has an even shorter window because after the, we put the kids to bed, we have staff meetings to plan for the next day. And then we also have to be up before the kids to get them up right. uh, for physical training. So so it's a long week for us too, but well, well worth it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and you, they were doing fun stuff too. When we got here tonight, you guys were playing volleyball. They were playing mm-hmm. softball. Um, I get, They get to go to a water park this week, right? Yep, yes. the water park is on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And the community kind of gets behind you guys too. Do they Tell us about that. When you Is it when you go to the water park and back that they kind of do, they'll line the streets or is... They do, uh, we kind of do what we call a light show and it kind of has a long history that I would, I would probably screw up and, and, uh, <laughs> but it has a history behind it. Um, the light show. So we, we put all our lights on and we come through the communities that, that are coming back to the campus. And yes, the people know that we're going to be there and they come out and support us and it's like you're in a parade. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kinda neat. That's really neat. Um, one thing too, and I mean, on a more serious note, and a retired trooper, Stuart Meyer talked about, they did a presentation yesterday and you guys kind of talked to them about the fallen troopers and, and the, the people that have made the ultimate sacrifice and even had the son of one of our fallen troopers. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah. Tell us about that. Is that a presentation that happens every year? They, and they we, talk- we do the history of the highway patrol. Um, which uh, a large chunk of it is uh, on the Highway Patrol's darkest day uh, when we had three troopers killed. Uh, one of those troopers was uh, Trooper Young. His son 
for the first time came and spoke to the cadets uh, and to give them a perspective uh, and also us I, I have never spoken to him uh, about the events but but also from a different perspective of a family member uh, and uh, he, he's you know wants to keep his, his father's memory alive uh, and uh, and so it's very interesting very very neat treat for the kids to to be able to do that it was very powerful and very emotional Wow, and uh, it was—I mean, I didn't expect to to have the emotions that I did. Yeah, listening to him talk. And so today, you guys did so tomorrow. You're doing the the cadets that get to go up in the air in a couple of the, the airplanes and kind of see how we do like traffic control from the air. They'll be on the boats. Um, I guess because Amy, you're part of Troop W, but there's other some of your other troop members come up and actually yep, yep. do that so instruction. Other, yeah, we'll have three different types of boats that they get to ride and see how we utilize those in different uh, different scenarios, um, see how we work traffic from the, or work boat traffic, you know, enforce the laws on the, on the lake. Um, the dive team, the underwater search and recovery team was out here today. Normally we have them at the lake, but since the weather was kind of um, not good, we had them do their presentation in the parking lot and it worked really well. They really improvised and showed the, the cadets their equipment and their capabilities. So that was kind of a planning on the fly kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I, you guys might know the stat better than me. I've seen some about the percentage of kids that come through this camp that go on to serve in law enforcement in some capacity. Mm, I don't want to be making. I know. Them. I know it's high. I'll tell you this: in my in my patrol school, there were several that had gone through cadet lawman as a junior in high school that went on, you know, to go through my academy and become troopers. And I hear about that constantly. And I also hear about um, those that have that had come years ago and they're still close friends with those people that they met that week and they they still have reunions and they still have to do those things we have a, a website dedicated just to that right um that it, so it does build really long lasting connections and some of them go on to do other law enforcement not just highway patrol um, but uh, you know that connection in the community is is important for us you know with the with the highway patrol I know on staff this week, I mean, I can think of five troopers right now just off, off the top of my head that came through as cadets and then came back as junior staff that are troopers now. And I'm sure if I thought about it longer, there's probably more yeah. than that, but at least five. Just That's really neat. Out. Numbers too, mm-hmm. yeah. And Eric, you said that was the first you'd heard about it when you went through patrol school. I, you know, I wish I would have. I wish I would have heard about it when I was a junior in high school. I, I, I can look back and think this would have been super important for me. Um, you know, and I didn't hear about it. And I grew up. I was an Oklahoma kid. And I, I think about how many kids that it would help that don't even know about it. And so it's important for us to be talking about. It. It's important for us to be uh, promoting how how good of a program it is. It's not just about the you know the military and the, doing the push-ups right. and things that that helps in a in a bigger sense um and so i'm proud of it I'm, yeah. you know standing on campus here and seeing what they're doing i'm proud of it and then this all culminates on saturday with graduation yep. which yes. i haven't been able to attend a graduation but i've heard that's pretty well, neat you'll also. come next year when your daughter's here that's right yeah. Maybe I will. There you go. There you go. if she you'll makes it, it to no, graduation she'll make it, <laughs> she'll make it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Graduation is where their family gets to come back and, and pick them up and, you know, see uh, the results. See the, the results. Yeah. Of the week that they've, they've had here, they march, uh, they say a cadence, they, they really get to kind of show off. And we have some awards that we give for kind of most improved driver. Um, we have like an air sick award. We have top, yeah. top air shooter. Sick? Is that if you actually got sick, you well, get an award? Well, so we, all of them get airbag or right. air sick bags. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then we weigh them. Sounds kind of gross. <laughs> and, and, That's disgusting. I love it. And, 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 Don't it, encourage particip- it. Participation it is totally voluntary. Uh, you hope happens. that you hope that the person actually makes it in the bag when you're in the plane with them. Yeah, I would hope so. But, uh, oh, but, that's funny. But now they, uh, and, and like I said, I, I still talk with with many cadets that I've had over the years, uh, even some that you know, eight, ten years ago. Wow. Um, that still shoot me a text every once in a while or say hey how's everything going and especially when they hear that we're, we're that we're out here uh my phone starts blowing up from past cadets you're like like oh, what are they doing this are they doing this <laughs> they're like yes they're doing everything you did yeah and they're not getting cut any slack <laughs> so and, and a lot of times on Friday night, it's kind of a special night. We do kind of a special dinner and we do a dance typically. And we usually allow alumni to come back and, and visit. And they just, they really enjoy seeing the troopers yes. that were in their platoons. They have their reunions like uh, Trooper Foster talked about. So that's kind of the time that they can come back and, and see the see everybody that's in the program still. And you were talking to, you've probably seen some really cool transformations in kids over just the span of one week. Absolutely. It's yeah. phenomenal. It's amazing. Yeah. They just come out of their shells. They do. They do. And it, whether, once again, sometimes it's not voluntary. <laughs> uh, we, we, have, we know ways to draw them out uh, and, and encourage that. So, but it always, always ends up positive. And not, not everybody is a sports person. I mean, we do play softball and volleyball, but we know that not everybody is a sports person, but there's like, like we talked about the shooting, the driving, um, just the, the creativity that they show in making up their own cadences. A lot of the platoons, you know, say their own cadences. They, the, the cadets come up with it, what they're going to march to and say, and it's, it's pretty interesting to see. And then we have a speech writer, we have a Mm -hmm. class spokesman. So, um, that gives an opportunity for them to convey to to the whole graduation, you know, on Saturday, what they've gone through, what what the week has meant to them. So we have a we have a spokesperson that makes a speech. So lots Very of different cool. opportunities for them to showcase their talents. So this camp is always the first full week of June. Always the first yes. full week. First full yes. week. And we missed last year because of COVID. Yes. But um, yeah, so, you know, we'll be putting information out, you know, next spring about about the next cadet we lawman. We usually start taking applications mid-June, mid-January. Sorry, mid-January. And then uh, we try to have all the applications in no later than April 1st so that the staff can um, go through and notify the cadets that have been chosen and, and uh, make arrangements for how many we're going to have. Very good. So we'll we'll be getting that information out to people. Sounds great. Yeah, great program. Thank you guys for talking to us about this. We appreciate it. You're welcome.